Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. This is the best of investing on 860 AM, The Answer. The show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Nam Fon. Uh, Mark Honf is off today. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack Tang certificate giveaway during the show. And that certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in Marin, excuse me, two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. And now that I guess we've gone COVID to an orange tier, it'd be a good time to use them because those certificates are worth over $100. And today's trivia theme is general trivia. Now, today we have a special guest who's been on a couple of times before, Gary Schlossberg, global strategist from Wells Fargo Investment Institute. I'm going to read just a, a little bit of his bio here. Uh, he is responsible for identifying global, macroeconomic, and political trends, their impacts on financial markets, and their potential opportunities and risks for investment portfolios. Prior to joining uh, Wells Fargo Investment Institute, uh, Mr. Schlossberg uh, worked as a senior economist with Wells Fargo Asset Management, so he's a big wheel. He began his career uh, as a re- researcher with the U.S. Treasury Department and Federal Reserve Board. Gary, welcome back to The Best of Investing. Thanks. Good to be back. Good. So, Noam, why don't you ask him a couple of yeah. questions? Yeah, Gary. Um, so great to have you on the show. This is the first time I've been on the show with with you on it. So a little in awe with somebody uh, your stature joining us. So, <laughs> but, you know, your title, Global Macro Trends, I mean, I think this is a kind of perfect time frame to be asking some of these questions. And, you know, sure. we haven't had a global event like a pandemic um, in – you know, and since since I've been around on this earth, and this is, you know, and, but we're seeing a global trend uh, of working from home, um, people not being able to uh, to, act, to congregate in in large groups, um, more so in some countries than others. Uh, but with the U.S., um, you know, really being in this sort of state for for a really long time compared to some other countries. But you know, one of those trends being that you know people have moved and worked in their homes, companies are saying, hey, you don't have to come into the office post-pandemic because, you know, we've, we have the technology for people to be able to work remotely. Are you seeing anything globally? Like, does this have staying power, this work from home? Well, I think, and, yeah. well, I think it does to a certain extent. It's, it's really unclear as to how this model or models will uh, evolve. I mean, we're we're just on the cusp of a, what hopefully will be a more sustained reopening than what we've seen mm-hmm. over the past year. 
And, and it's, of course, of more than passing interest to the whole commercial real estate industry, particularly uh, as it affects the, the office sector. Now, some businesses have already announced that, um, you know, uh, workers can continue to work from home. Uh, there are models evolving where uh, workers may come in part time two or three days a week, continue to work from home, but come into the central office. Uh, other businesses are uh, sort of... Uh, uh, strategizing at the moment, uh, but thinking of uh, uh, developing satellite offices close to where people live and, mm-hmm. and letting them spend some office time there. I think the, the issue is uh, how important is proximity, um, face-to-face meetings with, uh, with coworkers rather than these conference calls. Uh, they've worked very well. The Zoom conference calls have worked very well. But, uh, you know, there is something missing, I think, to that, that face-to-face contact. It certainly varies by business. But um, as I said, several models developing. But I think in the end, what we'll see is something of a hybrid. People continuing to work at home and spending part time either in their downtown office or in satellite offices set up, uh, uh, you know, in the surrounding urban areas to some extent. And that will yeah. have, of course, important implications for the commercial real estate industry. I mean, when you think of uh, Center City, L.A., Center City, San Francisco, um, if this becomes more dispersed, then uh, they'll recover, but the recovery could be flatter and take longer to get back to normal. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's re- that's really interesting. Um, this this idea of a hybrid model, and I sort of think about that too. And you know, we have a lot of people coming to Pacific Private Money for loans so that they can a bridge loan so that they can purchase a home uh, mm-hmm. in Napa or Sonoma, for instance, uh, and they're right. moving away from San Francisco. And what we don't know, though, is, is are they moving permanently or is this, was, has, was this a second home for them? And um, if they've moved permanently, you know, then, you know, if they have a family, then they have to keep in mind that, hey, the school districts are or schools are different um, in Sonoma than they are in San Francisco. And, and now, like a private school, for instance, you know, San Francisco has a lot of them. Um, you know, will people now reconsider moving back because maybe the school district isn't as good for their kids education in Sonoma County or Napa County or, or, you know, and will they reconsider moving back to San Francisco uh, for, you know, situations like that where others, you know, are younger millennials don't have families yet. You know, they, they may just move permanently back closer to where they grew up because they can work remotely. Um, But I agree with you. I think there's going to be, there's a hybrid where, you know, some companies We'll just say, no, you, you, you know, we're just going to downsize our corporate offices and, and open, you know, small campuses or small offices uh, throughout the country. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, we miss out here at Pacific Private Money, the face-to-face meetings with our teams, because I think we've lost some efficiencies in not being able to turn to the next, you know, to the person in the cubicle mm-hmm. next to you and ask them a question. And um, that's sort of... You know, uh, you know, communication by you know proximity is just somehow lost with Zoom. Well, plus, so. you're gonna have you have a situation where you know a, a lot of people are gonna get vaccinated, and that's gonna maybe push things back to normal. <clears throat> the other thing is, a lot of companies are thinking about they'll just spread stuff out, so you just you know mm-hmm. you keep a lot of distance between each person, so that the cubicles aren't right next to each other, and that potentially might help up help office space in one form or another. Hey guys, I'll tell you what, we're going to cut through our first commercial break here. Trivia question is just general trivia. And just as a reminder, um, 
Uh, Gary, if you know the answer, don't say anything yet. Wait till we come back from break and you can answer it. All right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we don't want to ruin it for the audience here. All right, question. Who was the only son born to Henry Ford to bear his name? Call 888-912-1190. You definitely will have heard this name. It's a little different than the average bear, but who was the <laughs> only son born to Henry Ford to bear his name? Call 888-912-1190. The first caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. And don't forget, go to Mountain Mike's Pizza or call them up. Uh, they have uh, pretty much close to the best uh, pizza in town. Pizza, the way it ought to be. Uh, but call Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael. Uh, they deliver and uh, we're ready for pickup also. All right, stay with us. The Best of Investor will be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The Best of Investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. Have you wondered how the banks make all their money? Have you ever wanted to be on the bank side of the deal? At Pacific Private Money, our clients are doing just that. For over a decade, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments, earning returns of 7.5% or more secured by primarily Bay Area real estate at conservative values. As most baby boomers know, it's important to earn consistent, above-market returns on your savings and retirement accounts. Let's face it, most of us are not on track to achieve the level of retirement income we'll need to fund the lifestyle we want. High-yield alternative investment strategies like Pacific Private Money's mortgage-backed investments might be just the thing you need to boost the income in your retirement accounts. Annual yields of 7.5% and more are not uncommon using these simple strategies. Join the thousands of Bay Area residents who have learned one of the best-kept secrets in investing today. For more information, call us at 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Equal housing lender, licensed Cal DRE 01897444. All investments have inherent risk and your results may vary. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy. Attention Bay Area homeowners. Pacific Private Money has a loan program that can help you buy your next home right now. No need to wait to sell your existing home first. Our unique bridge loan lets you tap the equity in your current home to provide up to 100% financing on the home you wish to buy. We're friendly, fast, and ready to help you right now. Call us today for more information, 415-883-2150. That's 415-883-2150, or visit us at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Equal housing lender, licensed Cal DRE 01897444. Now, back to the best of investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to the best of investing. Edward Brown here along with Nam Fawn and our special guest, Gary Schlossberg, who is the global strategist for Wells Fargo. Uh, Investment Institute. First trivia question, who was the only son born to Henry Ford to bear his name? You got me. Gary, you know the answer? I think it was Edsel Ford. Edsel, yeah. I was going to say you know because of the Edsel, yeah. One of the the cars that uh, didn't work out very well for uh, Mr. Ford, did it? (laughs) That's because I'm an old timer. I remember when the car came out and it was a lot about, uh, uh, you know, his his son being the namesake for the car. Unfortunately, he passed away at a very early age as well, just oh, parenthetically. Yeah. Yeah. So the car. Yeah. So go ahead, Nom. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, in the last segment, we were talking about uh, some of the trends of people working from home. What are, what are some other trends that you're seeing, Gary, in, um, in you know, in 2020 and, and uh, through the first quarter of Q1 mm-hmm. uh, 2021? 
Well, I think for the economy, uh, you know, we're we're telling people to uh, strap their uh, strap in their seatbelts because it's going to be a very very strong couple of quarters of economic growth. We could see uh, strength in the economy, the likes of which we haven't seen in uh, over 35 years. You have to go back to 1984 to see the kind of growth that we expect to see. And that's the result of uh, the reopening of the economy uh, Mm -hmm. as uh, we get back to warmer weather, uh, supercharged by all this economic stimulus. Over 80% of the stimulus checks from the $1.9 trillion package passed just a few weeks ago already has been sent out. And that's on top of the uh, stimulus checks that were sent out in late December. Um, People are inclined to spend, particularly in the context of a reopening economy. And, of course, the reopening is is being moved along by uh, vaccinations. They're accelerating. Hopefully we'll get to what we call herd immunity, where the spread of the virus can really be contained over the next several months. And I think that would really give people a comfort factor. Uh, You know, there is a risk out there. The biggest one is that we're opening too quickly. We're already seeing caseloads nationwide uh, turning the corner. They are just beginning to creep up in some locations. And if that continues, Mm -hmm. we could find ourselves uh, where the Europeans are at the moment, where they're forced into additional lockdowns. Uh, Beyond that, there's the mutations, you know, the Brazilian, the South African strain of the virus. It looks like these uh, vaccines are effective to some extent against those mutations. But we're really in a race against time because the longer this extends, I don't want to sound like Dr. Fauci. I'm just parroting (laughs) what the the gentleman has said with a a similar accent, I might add. We both grew up in Brooklyn, (laughs) New York, but that's another story. Um, So there, there are risks out there, but I think the bottom line is very powerful economic growth. And there are concerns that go along with that. If if growth is that powerful, is inflation going to go up? Is our interest rates going to go up? They already have. They've affected the bond market's performance. So always a wall of worry out there. Uh, But we think we're looking at a very good year. It should be good news for the stock market. Um, uh, Added returns there. Um, There are things going on around the globe. I don't know if you want me to get to that now or if you have any follow up on the uh, on the economy. Yeah, on the economy, I imagine there's just a lot of pent up um, pent up demand Mm -hmm. to get back out and travel and or to eat out and to to do things that were normal this time last year or just, uh, you know, around this time last year. Um, But beyond that, are you seeing other segments of the economy than ones that were not participating? Because it seems like, you know, going to the movies again, which seemed like a no-brainer that people would just start flooding the, mm-hmm. you know, as long as they felt safe, yeah. getting out into the theaters. But are you, are you expecting all segments of the economy to, to really just um, you know, go up in the next couple of quarters? Well, this is a very unusual recovery. Typically, manufacturing, mm-hmm. you know, the output of physical things is mm-hmm. the most sensitive particularly the big ticket items, uh, what we call discretionary spending, the kind of spending that can be postponed. That tends to get hit hardest in a normal recession and recovers most rapidly. Well, this time around, of course, you know, when you think about it, you mentioned a couple of the sectors, uh, hospitality, uh, going on trips, the hotel industry, travel, airlines, dining out, all those small uh, business restaurants, retail shops, anything that involves close contact, 
were the those were the areas of the economy that were really hammered over the past year. So this mm-hmm. time around, those sectors, most of them tend to hold up reasonably well uh, through a recession services. This time around, the areas that have been hit hardest, that's where the pent up demand is. That's where the real strength is going to be. And that's right. where we think, uh, you know, the greatest strength will be. I might add, just as an aside, services like retailing, dining out, um, tend to be very labor intensive. You hire a lot of workers for the amount of sales you generate. So the mm-hmm. hope is that uh, these nine, nine and a half million unemployed that are still out there will absorb them far more quickly than we normally would during an economic recovery centered on manufacturing, which doesn't tend to be as labor intensive. So kind of a silver lining there, we hope that we'll expect to see over the next several months, uh, the unemployment rate coming down a bit more rapidly uh, and the like. But uh, you know, the, the issue, one of the issues there, much like commercial real estate is how quickly are people going to go back to the old way? Um, is it going to be something of a, is a needle going to move uh, midway, um, dining out a bit less, eating out, eating at home a bit more, uh, health clubs, uh, are you going to rely totally on them? Are you going to uh, spend some of your time at home? So a lot of unanswered questions, but the general pattern, I think, uh, we're pretty comfortable with. Services led. So, are you yeah. are you are you not expecting a double dip or just a recession forthcoming? No, no uh, not anytime soon. You know, you you want to be careful about being complacent. If we do have a recession, uh, the most likely known unknown at this point, if you will is, as I said, the the pandemic resurfacing, similar to what we had at the turn of the year, lockdowns increasing again, really disrupting the economy. But the big difference this time is a heck of a lot more people are inoculated, and we're really ramping up now, uh, accelerating these vaccinations, supplies increasing. Here in California, it was just announced today that uh, uh, people 50 and over are going to be eligible now for the vaccine. So expanding the base and, and that has to help in containing the virus, which right now seems to be the biggest risk. The other big risk is that with very strong economic growth, you see this inflation uh, picking up speed, even if it's temporary, which we think it would be. Uh, but investors reacting to that and demanding a higher interest rate uh, as they have so far over the past month or so. Uh, and that increase accelerates. And that's not good news for bonds. And yeah. to some extent, not good news for stocks either. So, but so, that, so, that to yeah. us is more of a risk. Yeah. Hey, Gary, we, we, we got to cut to another break. Uh, yeah, because I was going to ask you sure. about that because interest rates, you know, the Fed says they're going to they expect to keep them low for quite a while. But all right, let's go to this, mm-hmm. our next trivia question here. Who was abducted by the Symbionese Liberation Army in 1974? Very famous case. Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Stay with us. You are listening to The Best of Investing. We're going to be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael is open for both takeout and delivery. So if you want pizza the way it ought to be, call us at 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order online. You can either pick up your fabulous pizza or we can deliver it to you. Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily. So call 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order your pizza. 
Are you tired of the low yields that banks are paying on your savings and CDs? Are you frustrated by the uncertainty in the stock market? Would you like to learn about a simple, high-yield investment opportunity that features both safety and security features? At Pacific Private Money, our clients earn yields starting at 7%, and their capital is secured by real estate at conservative loan-to-values. If you're looking for a secure way to boost the yields on your savings and IRAs, you owe it to yourself to visit our website at Pacific PacificPrivateMoney.com or call us at 415-883-2150. That's PacificPrivateMoney.com or call us at 415-883-2150. Equal housing lender. Licensed Caldera E0189744. All investments have inherent risk and your results may vary. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy. This is Mark Honf, co-host of The Best of Investing. Can you believe how long we've been living in this era of low interest rates? It's been for most of this decade. And when we were all expecting rates to go up this year, now we're finding out that low rates will likely continue through 2020. If you're among the rapidly growing segment of people entering retirement age, I'm sure you're concerned over the challenge of growing your retirement savings. And you're not alone. Pacific Private Money has a solution for those seeking ways to significantly boost yields you earn on your retirement savings. And we do it with safety and security features not found in traditional investments like stocks and mutual funds. For more information on how you can supercharge your retirement savings with annual yields of 7% or more, that's right, 7% or more, contact us at 415-883-2150. Or visit us at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Equal housing lender. Licensed Caldera E0189744. All investments have inherent risk and your results may vary. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back once again to The Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark. With No, no I'm fine because Mark Honf is on today. And our special guest, Gary Schlossberg. Uh, second trivia question. Who was abducted by the Symbionese Liberation Army in 1974? Mar- uh, Pat- Nom. Nice. Nom. That's me. <laughs> yes. Um, Patty Hearst. Patty Hearst. That Patty. is correct. Yeah. Yeah. In, uh, she ended up kind of joining their side, I guess, the old Stockholm Syndrome or something, right? Yeah. Um, so Gary, who is the global strategist for Wells Fargo in- Investment Institute. So it's interesting. You're mentioning in the last uh, segment about inflation starting to pick up, bond prices getting hit because of that. Uh, and but yet the Fed has said that they want to keep the interest rates uh, pretty much stable for the next two years or foreseeable future, didn't they? Yes. Yes. So how does that all the kind Fed of has the most? Con- yeah. Go ahead. My question is basically, how does it all kind of fit together? Because if they they claim that interest rates that they're not going to raise interest rates, what's going on? Well, they have the most control over short-term rates. They have some control over longer-term rates, like bond yields, long-term uh, treasury rates, which influence mortgage rates, which in turn affect the uh, the housing market. They have some influence over those longer-term rates by buying up government securities. They're currently buying $120 billion each month of uh, treasury securities, $80 billion of that, and $40 billion of mortgage-backed securities, which... Uh, uh, directly affect the uh, the housing market as well. The problem is that um, if, you know, they can hold short-term interest rates down, but if investors who also help influence long-term rates feel that inflation is moving up and they want a higher interest rate, um, they can drive those interest rates higher. The Federal Reserve can only do so much 
to contain the rise in long-term rates. And long-term rates have an important influence on the economy as well. Fixed rate mortgages, long-term corporate financing, even treasury financing of its, uh, of its deficits are affected by that. So the $64 question becomes if uh, the economy is really picking up speed, inflation is picking up, will the Fed be able to hold down those long-term interest rates? What we've seen so far are just modest increases. We're not talking about an explosion of interest rates by any means, but we could see more than what the Fed would like to see. And, and that could put the Federal Reserve in a difficult place. Uh, if it does nothing, it just and continues to pump money into the financial markets by buying up government securities. It could just add to concern about inflation and investors could drive those rates higher. If it comes in and says it's going to be tapering, you've heard of taper tantrum, uh, the market could uh, look at that and say, well, the Fed's not going to be as supportive anymore. And that could drive rates up. So they're walking a fine line now. And the risk is that they box themselves into a corner. We don't think that's going to happen. But that is certainly one of the visible risks out there uh, in the market. And, and I think at times the stock and bond market have been reacting to that. Interesting. Um, and then lastly, you, you know, on the last segment, you're, you're um, talking about a little bit about the global trends uh, mm -hmm. outside the U.S. or internationally. Is there something that um, is on the horizon that uh, that uh, we should know about or that you're seeing? Well, I, I think the, uh, the big concern is uh, our relations with China. Uh, we mm -hmm. just had a meeting, a high level meeting between the two sides a week ago. It was very contentious. We've had trade issues with China, but now some of these geopolitical issues are getting wrapped up with that. Uh, Taiwan, uh, South China Sea, uh, mm -hmm. Hong Kong, and that's straining relations even further. We're the two largest economies in the world. And so, you know, if, if that creates uncertainty in our relationship, uh, because it is somewhat symbiotic, uh, you know, mm -hmm. China is a big market. It supplies us with intermediate goods to manufacture things. Um, that could be very disruptive to the global economy. So I would say that's the, the big boulder at the moment. Relations with Russia, of course, uh, seem to become more strained on the positive side, though our relations with Europe seem to be improving. Um, the, the trade barriers uh, that we had under the previous administration uh, are being eliminated or, or lowered to some extent. So something of a mixed bag, but uh, we should be keeping our eye on our relations with China. I think that that could be the big mover down the road during the Biden administration. Yeah, yeah that'll be uh, interesting. A lot going on in its first hundred days. Um, and uh, for sure, that's certainly kind of a tenuous situation with China. Well, that'll be interesting to see how that uh, plays out. Anything else um, that you're yeah. seeing? Well, I, I think those are the big ones. Uh, Europe, um, uh, you know, North Korea, of course, uh, launching those missiles that uh, coincides with China. China is moving closer to North Korea as it moves away from the U.S., less concerned about its ties with that area. So that could mm -hmm. enter into the Asia uh, question. The Middle East is uh, always an issue. Uh, our relations with Saudi Arabia uh, the oil markets, uh, what effect that might have. But uh, at least at the moment, that seems to have receded. Although with, you know, these geopolitical issues, they always have a way of resurfacing when you least expect it. So I'm sure it'll be an interesting year. But uh, for now, at least, most of the focus is on Asia, particularly North Asia.
And, you, know. you know, it's funny, Gary, I was going to ask you this question. Remember many, many months ago when the pandemic first started, oil went down to negative $37 a barrel for like yes. an hour or something. How does that happen? I mean, because how does a price get negative for a commodity like that? Well, I think that was in the futures market, and I'm um, getting a little above my pay grade, but uh, I, I think what happened uh, was that uh, for a short period of time, as you mentioned, uh, bidding just simply dried up. And, uh, you know, when you have that supply and um, contracts are closing, um, you can see a situation in which price is very rare, uh, very unusual, but you can see a situation where prices turn uh, very briefly negative. And I, I suspect it was more of a market phenomenon than, you know, a fundamental issue in the oil market. Clearly, the oil markets were weakening during the economy's freefall. Uh, mm-hmm. But in the spot market, uh, you would expect that there would be some bid at that price. I think yeah, it had something I, to do with the futures market. I mean, effectively, they're paying you to, to, to own the product. You know, it's like, I mean, I remember uh, like Japan or Germany had a time of, of negative interest rates. And, and I, I just don't yeah. understand that. Someone's going to pay you to uh, take their money? That just doesn't I, – I just don't well, get that's that. more enduring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's more enduring. It's in both Europe and Japan. I mean, there are trillions of dollars in securities out there. Uh, you know, the idea is that investors hope they can make money if, in fact, uh, you know, they're buying at a certain price, even with negative interest rates, uh, and that price goes up. In other words, interest rates become even more negative. Um, mm-hmm. And that, that would give them the opportunity to make money. Uh, mm-hmm. In this environment, I think it's uh, we're getting closer to the point where those rates are going to start to turn higher, even yeah. in Europe and yeah. parts of Japan. But there are still opportunities to make money with those negative rates. They have yeah. side effects for the banking industry and uh, how individuals save versus spend. But that's a subject for another time, I guess. Well, yeah. all right. Hey, Gary, tell you what. Thank you so much for spending all this time with us. Uh, we don't have time to, to go to a, a break or to a, a trivia question. We'll answer that in the next one or ask it in the next one. Gary Schlossberg from okay. uh, Wells Fargo Global Strategist. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Ed. With us. Good luck, everybody. Thank you, Gary. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM. The answer. You probably heard about earning high returns investing in real estate through crowdfunding and other online platforms. But do you know where that real estate is located? At Pacific Private Money, we invest primarily in local Northern California real estate, and our clients earn yields of 7.5% secured by deeds of trust at conservative values. To find out more about one of the best-kept secrets in secured high-yield investing, go to PacificPrivateMoney.com or call 415-883-2150. Equal housing lender. Licensed Cal DRE 01897444. All investments have inherent risk, and your results may vary. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy. Are you tired of the low yields that banks are paying on your savings and CDs? Are you frustrated by the uncertainty in the stock market? Would you like to learn about a simple, high-yield investment opportunity that features both safety and security features? At Pacific Private Money, our clients earn yields starting at 7%, and their capital is secured by real estate at conservative loan-to-values. If you're looking for a secure way to boost the yields on your savings and IRAs, you owe it to yourself to visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com or call us at 415 883 
1-855-821-2150. That's PacificPrivateMoney.com or call us at 415-883-2150. Equal housing lender. License Caldieri 0189744. All investments have inherent risk and your results may vary. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy. Now, back to the best of investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to the best of investing. I'm Edward Brown, along with Nam Fawn. We had to say goodbye to Gary Schlossberg, busy guy at Wells Fargo, you know, doing all those uh, global strategist uh, stuff. He said so it wasn't above his pay grade or it was above his pay grade. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, Gary, nothing's above your pay grade. <laughs> right. You're supposed to know everything. All right. Uh, Nam, a, uh, an email comes in for you. It says, why do you have more than one fund? Why do we have more than one fund? So the question is, uh, why do we have more than one mortgage pool fund or mortgage debt fund, which is essentially a fund made up of loans, uh, primarily on residential real estate, um, and uh, in specifically to Pacific Private Money, it's uh, primarily California real estate. And uh, what are what is a mortgage pool fund? Uh, besides the fact that what I just mentioned is being made up of, of mortgages. Uh, in Pacific Private Money's world, they're real estate uh, mortgages or real estate loans. Um, and we make loans to people who are buying a home, uh, oftentimes for uh, their primary residence, or it could be a fix and flip property, or a construction property or project. And in each of those situations, the borrower can be different. Uh, the first one is somebody who's buying it to live in. Second one is an investor type of buyer who is buying a home that they plan to rehab and then sell. And then the third one is somebody like a builder, uh, an infill builder, uh, as an example, who's borrowing money to build a property on a lot that they've acquired or to dare down a property and rebuild. And because of those many types of situations, we have different funds to address those. Okay. Uh, also, uh, we have... Um, buyers of these loans after we close them um, who want to buy a a certain type of loan like a purchase money loan for a borrower who intends to live in the property you know we've we underwrite really well we've uh, you know created uh, and have a track record of of providing you know loans that are where the borrowers pay off you know and are uh, you know good performing loans and these are attractive to banks so one type of fund we, we have, uh, the Pacific Freedom Fund, we use um, to, to fund these loans, hold them for a brief period of time, usually two to four weeks, and then turn around and sell them to these banks. So that's one need or one type of fund. The other type of fund could be like the North Star Capital Fund, which is a fund designed to lend to builders. Um, and their portfolio, our portfolio in the North Star Capital Fund are generally ground up construction loans. And it's a special purpose fund meant to, to you know, manage um, construction loans, uh, including draws. Uh, and, and, and with that is a different risk profile. It's also a different return profile. Um, and so rather than having, you know, a general fund per se that can handle all the different types of loans, we're just moving more towards specialized funds that handle a specialized type of asset. And um, so that's, you know, in short, or as short as I can make it, a reason why we would have uh, multiple funds. 
So if you want to learn more about it, you can give us a call at 415-883-2150 or visit us at www.pacificprivatemoney.com. And uh, happy to tell you about the different types of uh, funds we offer. Do you have a deal of the week for us? Actually, you know what? It's uh, sort of deals of the week or trends of the week. Okay. We have Gary was talking about my, uh, macro trends. I'll talk about micro trends. Uh, micro meaning just our little world here at Pacific Private Money. And, um, you know, the, the micro trend, at least in our world, um, and how it ties into the deals of the week is, again, just got to say it, you know, just like I did, I think, last month on the last show, which is, you know, we just continue to get a lot of bridge loans. Or the increasing number of calls from real estate agents, and now even just more borrowers directly saying, you know, this real estate market's so hot, um, I can't compete because I have a home to sell. When I, and when I say I can't compete, I mean I can't compete against multiple offers um, because nobody wants to, nobody's taking my offer seriously uh, simply because I have a home to sell in order to, you know, make this purchase. So, in other words, I have a whole a sale contingency that's part of my offer on this home I want to buy. Uh, and on the other side of the transaction is a seller and listing agent who are looking at 10 offers these days, or maybe 15. Actually, I read an article uh, about, um, I think it was in Roseville, where they received 120 offers over a weekend. Wow. Um, people moving from San Francisco up to the Sacramento uh, region, it's a hot market up there. I mean, you know, that's it's affordable um, and or more affordable, I should say. Um, and how do you compete? I mean, I, I don't know how you compete against 119 other offers. But if you're competing against 10, um, one thing you should consider is and expect is that a healthy percentage of those other offers are going to be all cash. Yeah. And if you're the listing agent and seller, and you have in front of you 10 offers, three all cash. Why is all cash important? Because this buyer doesn't have to worry (laughs) about selling uh, their property in order to afford yours. No no loan contingency, as they say. No loan contingency, no sale contingency. So the best you can do if you have a home to sell is have a no sale contingency. Um, And and that's why people, you know, uh, come to Pacific Private Money and it lately it's been for these bridge loans and then increasingly you know home buyers are aware of it because we you know advertise it on the radio but it allows you to get a loan to purchase your new home your next home without first having to sell your your existing home and there's actually a lot of other reasons why a bridge loan makes sense Uh, for one you can uh, you only have to move once so meaning you move into your new home and then you list uh, your current home and it's unoccupied. You don't have to have, worry about people walking through the home while you're still in it. Um, the other reason why is that now that it's vacant, um, you can do some work, some put some, you know, do some do some rehab or freshen up the home, and that always helps in getting you. Uh, well, the majority of the time, it helps in getting you a higher sales price. So these bridge loans are very effective for getting into the next home, but also can be make a lot of sense from a cost standpoint in terms of you know staging and recouping that cost through a higher sales price when you ultimately sell your departing residence. Um, so if you're a buyer, home buyer right now, or a real estate agent, or a mortgage broker, conventional lender, 
really, uh, you know, you should give us a call about uh, the bridge loans that we offer, 415-883-2150. Uh, for mortgage brokers in particular, or conventional lenders, you know we're not competing against you for that for that loan because it's our loan is short term. It's Plan B. Ultimately, they're they're going to refinance out of our loan once they sell their their departing residence and pay us off. But they're going to need a conventional loan, and uh, that's where you come in and you, you get. You know we say we babysit that borrower for four to six months, and then you get the long term uh, refinance opportunity with that. Uh, with that borrower. So give us a call again, 415-883-2150. And also one last thing, I know we have a couple, uh, 30 seconds maybe. Um, You know, it's a great way if you're a realtor to get somebody to list a property because a lot of times they think, you know, I can't sell my home because I don't know where I'm gonna move to next. And this allows them to say, hey, go find that other property first. Once you find the property you love, use a bridge loan and then you'll be ready to sell your your home versus the other way around. Good stuff. All right, here's our last trivia question. Who was the first Roman emperor? Call 888-912-1190. First caller with correct answers win that tanning certificate. Stay with us. The Best of Investing will be right back with some closing comments. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. Hi, listeners. This is Edward Brown, your host. I had a 40-year-old listener sign up for a $500,000 life insurance policy guaranteed not to increase for the next 35 years at a cost of only $51 per month. Holy smokes, that's less than $2 per day guaranteed for 35 years. Imagine, this is probably the last life insurance policy this listener will ever need to buy because the premium is fixed for the next 35 years and it is from a well-known, highly rated company. For your free quote, call our toll-free number, 888-912-1190, and make sure to leave your name and ask for a free quote. I'll get right back to you. Hurry, as I suspect these rates will not last long. Again, call 888 888- 912-1190 and ask you for your free life insurance quote. Have you wondered how the banks make all their money? Have you ever wanted to be on the bank side of the deal? At Pacific Private Money, our clients are doing just that. For over a decade, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments, earning returns of 7.5% or more secured by primarily Bay Area real estate at conservative values. As most baby boomers know, it's important to earn consistent, above-market returns on your savings and retirement accounts. Let's face it, most of us are not on track to achieve the level of retirement income we'll need to fund the lifestyle we want. High-yield alternative investment strategies like Pacific Private Money's mortgage-backed investments might be just the thing you need to boost the income in your retirement accounts. Annual yields of 7.5% and more are not uncommon using these simple strategies. Join the thousands of Bay Area residents who have learned one of the best-kept secrets in investing today. For more information, call us at 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Equal housing lender. License CalDRE 018 All investments have inherent risk and your results may vary. The station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Khan of Pacific Private Money. Third trivia question, who was the first Roman Empire? Emperor, excuse me. <laughs> I do not know. Augustus. Augustus ah. Caesar. Okay. Uh, Nam, uh, 
tell us a little bit more about the Freedom Fund or any events you have coming up. Yeah. So uh, in the last segment, the, the email question came in, you know, why do we have um, different funds or do we have different funds? And I mentioned the Freedom Fund. And, um, you know, the Freedom Fund, uh, you know, as I mentioned in the last segment or the segment before that, it's a fund that we use as a quasi line of credit where we fund loans that we um, then hold for typically two or four weeks before we then turn around and sell to, to banks or institutional uh, capital. And uh, it's a fund that we've had now for over a year, a little, well, no, a little less than a year, currently at about 18 million. And for investors who are sitting on idle capital, a lot of times our trust deed investors are in these scenarios where they got paid off on a trust deed and their money's sitting in the bank uh, collecting you know, 0.01% uh, interest. Um, well, the Freedom Fund could be a great option for you to park your money, earn a fixed 7% until the next investment opportunity comes up um, and that you need to act on quickly, uh, quickly being you know, sometime in the next 30 days. Uh, with the Freedom Fund, we can uh, redeem your, your capital uh, fairly quickly um, so that you, know, you can park your, your money in our fund for three months, let's say, four months, five months, and earn 7%, and then when you need it, um, we can redeem you fairly quickly so you can complete the transaction, an opportunity that comes up. So it's really opportunistic. And all uh, of your, since we're close to tax time here, all of your funds qualify for Qubit, don't they? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, tax time and, and to our investors who are listening, you know, our K-1s uh, are, should be out before the end of the month. We've been getting questions and, and thanks for everyone's patience. But yeah, so if you haven't completed your tax return yet, number one, you have until what, May 17th or something like that? Um, no, yeah, somewhere around there. Um, check the IRS website uh, first, disclaimer. But then if you haven't completed your tax returns, talk to your accountant. Um, or advisor about the Qubit deduction, uh, QBID, Qualified Business Income Deduction, where if you qualify, then you only have to pay um, or pay on 80% of the earnings. Sorry? Is that correct, Edward? That is correct. Yeah, 20% of it is, comes off the top. Uh, you do have to qualify. I believe it's uh, 315000 of income or less. Uh, again, check with your CPA with, for all the rules on that, but at least it's nice to know that your funds do qualify because the individual yep. deed of trust owned by an individual does not qualify. It has to be yep. a passive yep. entity. So yep. it's kind of interesting why they make that law, but they do. Yeah, and it's been in place since 2018, so I think people still aren't completely familiar with it. It's yeah. not like you see it everywhere, but um, but do take advantage of it. I mean, you know, 20% savings right there is uh, not a little bit. Um, and then uh, on, regarding the Freedom Fund, we are planning to have a webinar, um, have not uh, announced the date yet, but we want to, as our next meeting, uh, Zoom meeting, um, we will be talking about the Freedom Fund. The last time we talked about the North Star Capital Fund, mm -hmm. and actually I wonder if this will be the last Zoom, and then maybe the next meeting afterwards will be in person. Person, yeah, that'd um, be good. see everyone's Yeah, cross our fingers yeah. that uh, we'll be able to see our investors face-to-face -face again soon. That'll be good. All right, uh, we are going to uh, cut out. Here's our, we have some, now today we have thoughts and puns for the day. So we'll start off with a thought for the day. Yeah. Uh, and this was, this is uh, the, the person who said this was Socrates. Falling down is not a failure. Failure comes when you stay where you have fallen. Mm. I like that one. And uh, why, now we're back to the puns. 
Why was the gardener so embarrassed? He, why? Because he wet his plants. <laughs> <laughs> and then lastly, I, uh, I sold my homing pigeon to eBay for the 22nd time. <laughs> that's funny I like that I thought you'd like I thought you'd like that one alright to the audience tune in next week to the best of investing we'll be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions thanks for listening on behalf of our team I'm Edward Brown wishing you the best of investing so long you've been listening to the best of investing with Edward Brown for more information on this program call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on 860 AM. The answer. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast.